Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show episode 763 Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling live from the Sorgatron Media Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA, ready to have a good time. And we're completely not watching NXT in the background. Uh, so the love story has continued from the looks of things. But we got with us, first of all, he's the only Mayhemmer with a future Endeavor letter from the WWE and a Slammy. And a Slammy. He is Mad Mike. Yeah, yeah, I do, Sorg. And by the way, Sorg, um, we got some heat. We got some heat? You and I, is, is it is it is it more heat than I have in the studio because we haven't had AC on here all day and it's like eighty degrees in Pittsburgh? It's not, it's not that much heat. Um, there was snow two days ago. I want to point out. <laughs> yeah, sword. No comment on my haircut. Nothing. I know. Last night and tonight. I, yeah. I, what what the fuck, sword? You've been I mean, occupied. You know, I'm sorry, Mike. I don't. You know. I mean, sword. Oh, I try to like get myself home. all pretty for you. And. <laughs> Fucking nothing. Dress, listen, I've, if you've noticed, I've not given a fuck the last week. I'm you aware. Know, of I that, am in sorg I mean, beard know. mode, okay? And I can't even grow a full beard, but that's <laughs> just the I have given up on life mode over here. Okay. And, right. and and I have way too much hair because I'm going to be in the desert avoiding scorpions by the, by Friday. And this is probably going to be a problem. <laughs> so, probably going to be a concern. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's going to be like 90 degrees. I'm like, oh, all right. All right, hold on a second. Uh, Hey, Siri, what's the weather in Tucson, Arizona? We're going to find out. Uh, but anyways, that's not the point. And also, if you know any indie promotions that are running this weekend in Tucson, Arizona, or at least within an hour drive of Tucson, Arizona, I would love to know about them because I want to bring back going to random indie shows when I'm traveling since I'm allowed to travel again. So I'm vaxxed up so I can go to your dirty indie shows. Listen, half of them are dirty. Let's be honest about the ones I've been to across this country. Like dirty <laughs> so dirty dirty um but that's when you know it's a good indie show is is the filth factor sometimes but also with us <laughs> i could turn that into a transition actually i should i was i was i was re- remarking pr- internally about how clean clean you looked when we saw you a couple weeks ago in action mm-hmm. remy levey nope that's mike remy levey <laughs> of the Calvination is with us in studio what's first, going on first time at Sorgatron Media Studios. Yeah, for first time at the uh, this new spot. Well, new to me. You were at the Mayhem Studios, which was my, yes. my basement. Super OG. Yeah, super OG. The basement days, the basement cuts, if you will. Um, that somebody else owns that. I, I went back and I watched that not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. What did we talk about? What were it was just like it was crazy. It was crazy to see like how much it had changed, but also how much was just kind of like the same. More. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if that's, that's a, a good, good thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> We're doing the same show we were 10 years ago, apparently, uh, more or less. But, I mean, we was mostly the same people still here, right? So Absolutely. I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. So, hey, if nothing else, we're consistent. We are consistent. We are consistent, and, and, and people are listening, and people are, are chiming in in the chat rooms, like Tina is out there, Dave Potter is out there, uh, sort of will be. 
I will be a puddle of sweat. You know, <laughs> so I'm worried too. I it, I'm gonna. You know, it is very possible. I thought about this because a lot of times I'll just like hack my hair off before before traveling season. And of course, I haven't done it for two years. Um, and uh, so so it is is highly possible I will go to the first day in the desert and then go to a, immediately to a supercuts that night and, and shave my head. I, it's completely a possibility. So <laughs> just maybe the last time you see this on on the show. So. Um, but anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can hit us up at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS0. Hit us up on Twitter at Mayhem Show, the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. And that's one of the places along with the uh, YouTube page for Wrestling Mayhem Show and the Sorgatron Media Twitch page where we go live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can join us in all those chat rooms. We do keep an eye on it. Especially... Since last week, we had somebody lurking over on YouTube thinking yeah. we weren't watching them. So Someone's a bit of a Weisenheimer. Uh-huh. Somebody's like, I'm going to tell you what I really think about Mad Mike over on the YouTube chat mm-hmm. for the page. Guess what? My internet's good enough to run two different streams, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So we see you, Garza from the WrestlingRevolution.com. We see mm-hmm. you, and, and, mm-hmm. and Mike's on the watch out for you. Look at you. He's doing the eyeball thing. There he goes. He's doing the finger eyeball thing. I'll find you. I'll find you, Garza. I thought you were going to poke yourself in the eyes, Roddy Piper style. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, so you're live. You can be part of that. You can please uh, follow, uh, subscribe, and rate the show, Wrestling Mayhem Show, on your favorite podcast place. You can also subscribe, if you will, uh, to the Wrestling Mayhem Show Super Feed, where you also get um, the Monday Mayhem Warriors which usually talks about the booking of uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, as it did this week. Or uh, when it comes back, I, I'll do one again someday. Indie Mayhem Show, when we do those shows, will also pop up on that feed. Or if you want everything, including Awesome Cast, including Bardic Mystery Tour, Comic Book Pit, uh, that's over on the Sorgatron Media Master Feed, if you want to subscribe to that and get all the cool things that we do here out of the studio. so And and then some. I mean, some of the, we have kind of independent partners with that as well, like Comic Book Pit. Doesn't come around here no more because of COVID, but uh, but hopefully I'll change up here in the, in the near future. So also thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreoncom Show. I know I have to update. I think one name I do have to update on this, but thank you to our fan of the show level, Bo Diggity, Woo! as well as Ed Berg, Bobby F, J Town, and Team Hammer Fist at the Poppy Club, Dave Podner at the Pizza Club, Doc Remedy, and Kyle Turner, and at the manager level, our buddies. Farnsworth Investments, Bradley Ruthers, Tina Keys, The Riz, and OccupyProWrestling.com. Man, Mike, I saw that you were officially taken off of the Patreon, so you no longer get a shout-out, but you do get to exist for the rest of the show. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm still here. You're still here. It, it's fine. And I still am the only one with a slammy. So, I mean, you know. Yes. yeah, you, the, the, oh, That is true. Mm-hmm. Mike, I was, I was checking my, because, you know, I, I've won some awards myself. Yeah, not as impressive as Sammy as a Slammy, but I do have a golden quill. Oh well, sword. We should announce you with a, a recipient of a golden quill. I oh. am. I am a recipient of a golden. Well, I mean, never received anything, and my name's on the award. I guess. But uh, are so. you saying people have to? Are you saying pay, people have to pay for their own trophies? Sometimes? I don't know what happens with the golden <laughs> quill award. I mean, because I was only the audio engineer for uh, it was it, i was updating my linkedin page today okay so but you'll notice there's a lot of awards on there and we possess almost none of them i think we do have a copy of the uh city proclamation for chachi plays for kids that we have i've been wanting to put that in the studio and never never ended up doing it but uh anyways that's enough of that <laughs> so 
<laughs> which also included in the picture, then councilman, uh, uh, but upcoming, what was he, an undercover boss participant, uh, Mayor Peduto? Uh, yeah, he was, an, he was on Undercover Boss on like CBS or something, wasn't he? So there you go. There you go. Along with Stephanie McMahon. Uh, I don't think that Every, was the same episode. I know, but like same show. She was a member of that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So th- th- there you go. We're two degrees from Stephanie. Well, I, we're even closer because like Matt Carlin's interviewed her that one time. So yeah. Anyways, enough of that. Thank you. You guys can support the show too at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Um, which I can tell you is keeping us in wrestling. Um, because I mean, I mean, it, it did. Uh, we, we did watch the impact pay-per-view this past weekend. Um, you know, when we do make sure that we do have access to all the services, I mean, you know, just like, just like those, those big corporate companies that make sure they have an eye on their competition. We, uh, we make sure we are subscribed to all those, uh, other services. We, I am no longer subscribed to the UK, uh, WB network, by the way, I decided to cancel that. <laughs> I will point that out. <laughs> but the experiment was done. I'm not going to keep searching for like random Brit Baker job matches. Like we'd used as an example or anything like that. So that's, that's, that's done. I mean, I don't even know how much I was paying cause I don't know how to convert pounds to us dollars. And I couldn't Oops. figure out. I didn't dig that deep into my PayPal. Um, anyways, so, but, well, let's let's talk about you know. Well, first of all, I want to go back to last week because I feel like I feel like sometimes we forget things that happen on the Wednesday and Thursdays uh, after the show, hence why we end up talking about like more recent. Um, by the way, shout out because uh, I understand it was our, we a lot of friends of the show were on AEW Dark tonight, Andrew mm-hmm. Palace, and then uh, the main event, the real main event because I know two main event tag teams are now on that show. <laughs> so, but uh, I heard I heard it was really good. I usually watch Dark while I edit this show, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing that later tonight. And see what Taz has to say about our, our buddies uh, Duke Davis and Gannon Jones Jr. So, oh yeah, who, who dropped the junior on the show? I noticed. Did you see that on the graphic? So, um, but the big news from last week was Mickey James. She yeah. apparently received her um, personal FX. I don't know what do we call that when you're sent you're, you're, the shit from your desk. I don't know if it's a locker. Personal, I mean, personal effects. Yeah. Personal effects. Okay. It, and she shared the picture. And there was a video, too, that was going around. I didn't realize. I just saw the picture. And I just saw the video, like, yesterday. Because um, I'm like, I'm like, is this... Because I was trying to interpret. Like, okay, wait. Is this is this supposed to happen this way? Is it a trash bag? Like, is this a joke? And it's like, oh, no. This is serious. And it's weird. And, and you know, the, that, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was just a trash bag that had her name on it. So, um, and that got around and, uh, long time talent, what was he a talent coordinator? I, I, or, um, guy, relations, guy I, I really didn't like on total divas. Um, he was usually the one telling them about like how they're going to be booked and don't dye your hair. Blonde. He was the one that told Eva Marie, uh, that she was going to be in trouble for dyeing her hair. red. Yeah. Carano. Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's him. Mark Carano. Mark Carano fired from the WWE. I never really liked that guy. So. Oh wow! I mean, as far as like the you know, just seeing him on Total Divas, some backstage stuff. I just like, I just feel like, like you know, he might be part of the problem, you know, kind of thing. And apparently, he is. So he was fired of that. I think both Stephanie and Triple H tweeted to the regard of of uh, personnel being taken care of mm-hmm. and apologizing to me, James. Yes. So I mean, because that's bullshit. Like, like she was like, oh, she's like, oh, you know, I, I, it wasn't. She wasn't like. Yeah, like she she was handling the the release fairly well. Like yeah, she was gonna bounce back. She was gonna you know do other stuff in wrestling, which is all well and good. But no, no one deserves that. It doesn't matter 
what company you work for or how you let go. Like no, no one deserves no shit I, like that. I, to happen, and, and then somebody thinks that's okay, <laughs> you know, is ridiculous. Yeah. And it was just kind of a a a big, you know, it was it was a big kind of exclamation mark on. I mean, a lot of things that we kind of suspect here on this show, you know, as fans, you know, seeing seeing things that happen in the, in, in the wrestling companies. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, there's definitely, you know, what did, what did I say? It's always that company culture, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but yeah, so and I guess she's going to be on, is it, whose podcast is it? Or is it just a, um, a I think it's, I think it's her podcast. Oh, oh, she has a podcast? Has, she's always, has she always I'm had pretty, a podcast? I'm pretty sure. I know it's um, SoCal Val and Victoria. I know they have someone else too. I forget who else is on the podcast with them. I'm trying to look it up right now. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a lot of weird. Yeah, stuff. yeah. It was it was her podcast. It was her podcast with SoCal Val and Victoria called uh, GAW Grown Ass Women. <laughs> nice. There was a lot of weird stuff that happened when she got let go the first time, right? When she was like stalking Cena or something. What? Mickey James. Was that like a like a storyline or was no, that no there real? was supposedly some like real life backstage stuff happening. Oh wow. Okay. I feel like they they just like it's weird like though something will happen and then you know a couple years go go by and they bring them back just to like you know do something really mean and just like crazy mm-hmm. to them again. Now Mickey Mickey when she came back this time, but like at first it was um didn't she have a match with Oscar out of nowhere on a on a takeover? Like they were yep. doing the the Who Can Beat Oscar tour when she was just running through NXT. So I mean that was you know, it, it's not like they, they brought her back into a weird situation. She was doing that. She was uh uh, uh Alexa Bliss's buddy, you know, for a while there. Like she Yeah, had, she she opened uh Evolution. Right, right. I mean her and she, Fox against uh Trish and Lita. I mean, she was being slated as sort of a you know diva legend or something like that, but I mean, she had a really good run, you know this this go around for, for the most part. I think she was really good in TNA before that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, she I mean, she really kind of she survived getting hit by a train. Yes, uh, yes. Apparently, immune, let us never forget immune to she trains. Mickey James hit by the Hogwarts Express, but don't send her her shit in a trash bag. So oh. yeah, that's that's not cool. That's not cool at all. So. Uh geez. Uh let's see. He was running uh talent relations until Johnny Ace came back into the fold. And that's that's the you know, that's the old Jim Ross um Tommy yeah. Dreamer slot, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean that's that's uh apparently Mark Carano also hoards used title belts under his guest room bed. <laughs> I have no I have nothing except the chat room telling me this in Team Hammerfest. Wow, that so. is I mean, you know that is uncomfortable. That is a that is a little bit. So um let's see, it was a uh then he was a mass major wait, I'm I'm just deciphering the chat room right now. Um yeah, yeah, Mickey James career spans about twenty years. Uh yes, I remember Alexis Lurie on the questionable DVDs I got from Walmart that one time. Um <laughs> I've taught the, the the women of wrestling DVDs. It was, right? it was the no 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 it was the women's extreme wrestling women's extreme wrestling, slash right? women's exotic wrestling. It was this. It, so they were the the cleansed versions, right? But there was definitely some allusions to some of these girls might be strippers. Um, but she was on it. And she was very good. Like it was like like she was the like oh okay you know and then then she popped up and I was like oh wait this is 
she's Mickey James. Like this is going to be good. Like she was like a really good indie, you know, um, um, you know, women's wrestler. And, you know, in that era, I think they were kind of hard to find. Definitely. You know, and, you know, we're talking like what, mid 2000s, late 2000s, something like that. But, you know, it's one of those, you get one of those like, like, like giant, like, hey, a 10 disc set, but they're all double sided DVDs, <laughs> you know, and each one was a volume. <laughs> Right? Jesse's saying, tell us about the DVDs. <laughs> so let me tell you about these DVDs. So when you look up women's exotic wrestling, women's extreme wrestling, it, it, and in the end, they were running out of ECW arena when, you know, everybody was running out of the ECW arena in the mid to late 2000s. Um, like literally everybody. That list was crazy when we went there the first time. Um, and And I think you would still find them from time to time on pay-per-view because they ended up turning into like lewd uh pornographic they had a pwo called the pussy world order for instance like that's how big like they were just straight up like the wrestling was certainly secondary in this promotion actually i think about it it's starting to sound familiar to something else that I i'm just lately. trying i'm just trying to think the xpw it. guy was like a uh like a porn director too like yeah very weird like Era. That wasn't that wasn't Feinstein, was it? It was somebody else. His name is Rob Black. Rob Black, yeah. Rob Black was involved with the porn industry. I mean, you know, remember, re- porn goes back with wrestling a long way. Absolutely, because Jenna Jameson. Well, no, no, no. Well, I mean, directly <laughs> like that. But I'm talking about uh, Coliseum Video. Oh yeah, absolutely. that carried all the WWF um, um, videos. It's like the stuff I was stealing from mm-hmm. my dad. Yeah, it was. But but they were they they were a pornography distributor. And of course, Lord Alfred so. Hayes was on both. <laughs> we'll just leave that there. Uh, so, but 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 yeah. So I mean, no, because I mean, it was he still did the promotional consideration. <laughs> that rolls. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> just imagine if you're getting ready to load up a porn video from Coliseum Home Radio, <laughs> and the first thing you hear well, is no, no, no. promotional consideration paid for by the following. Remy, where's the iPad? Sorry, sorry. I realized my note taker wasn't in front of me for me to note some things. Um, <laughs> I don't understand? No, I don't. Know. Let me clarify. The porn was not released under Coliseum Home Video. The porn was the label. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm getting this confused now. Coliseum okay. Video. Okay. The distributor was a distributor of pornography. Coliseum Home Video was the label to separate that on your shelves. Oh, okay. Okay. Like that was the cover I for the por- porn company that distributed WWF con- content. Wow, that, that my version's like, way funnier. Yo, your version's way funnier, <laughs> but I'm just saying that's not what I'm trying to get yeah. at here. Okay, I'm trying, Mike. I'm trying to educate you on history. Okay, wait till you get wait till you get the the dark side of the ring on this stuff. Tina's also saying Gangrel is a porn director. The Gangrel is a porn. I mean, listen. Okay, yes. Okay, there's a lot of crossovers. There's one night in China. There's the, China the Godfather. Um, re- legit ran a um, a strip club in Vegas. Well, that's a strip club. That's not. That's not porn. Major right? guns. That's, that's that's a different. Depends um, on how much money you have. Sorg. That's a different uh branch. Sorry, depends on how much money you have. Depends on how well you do at the tables. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true too. So, um, but the point is, don't necessarily think you should pick up uh, random wrestling DVDs about women at Walmart. Is that where we're at with this? I think we got back to that. I think we got back around. Sure. Okay. Mike, (laughs) 
<laughs> DP saying so like Buena Vista is the cover for Disney. Yes. Yes. Touchstone. <laughs> Touchstone. Touchstone pictures is where uh, we put the raunchier movies under Disney, you right? Know, you know, if, three men and a baby. If there was an analogy, I thought that was going to happen from tonight. Buena Vista is to Disney as Coliseum video is to porn. Definitely wasn't on my radar. Oh, geez. Um, sorry, I'm I'm taking notes to uh, catch up with the last 20 minutes of this show. Um, uh, wrestling. Uh, but but it, it it's it's it 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 fits. It fits. See, Remy, sh- I told you you weren't going to be have a problem on this show catching up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um. I did want to touch base because you you had more to say. We didn't talk about the match necessarily last night with Kenny Omega and Rich Swan from Impact Rebellion. You got to watch it. Um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of us watch it. My God, we I, I paid for an Impact Wrestling pay per view in 2021. Oh, I don't think I bought an Impact Wrestling pay per view in well over 10 years. So I miss going to the movie ever, theater. I don't think oh, I did. That's a lot. That's probably the last pay per view I saw live was the lockdown in the movie theater. Yeah, that was awesome. It didn't work. What movie theater was that? Um, they used to carry it up at the Cinemark. That's yeah, where I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now, when I was there, the the satellite feed was bad. I think I was I was probably there. You were probably the same one where in it was like, like it skipped during the main event. Twenty like two thousand ten or two thousand. It feels like was it, it the Hogan Sting? I don't think it was Hogan's thing. Oh, okay, I went to two there. No, there was like a mail mail in. My friend like mailed in for the shirt. <laughs> he never got the shirt though. What? <laughs> yeah, they were such a. I feel like it was for they, they anniversary were, or something. Yeah, that could and be. And there was a lock, maybe a lockdown. Maybe like there's definitely a cage match with so, Jeff Hardy. Could be sword sword. It was lockdown. They were all cage matches. But yes, I okay. Yeah. <laughs> There was definitely a cage match. Was it Hardy game. versus sure uh, RVD or something? I, I feel like James Storm was in a main event. What, was that the one where there was an arm wrestling match inside the cage? No, it was definitely not that one. With, with Bullet dude, Bob? If I, I would still be talking about it if I went to the movie theater and watched the stupid lockdown with a with a, with a a arm wrestling match in the steel cage. Okay? There were like two other people in there besides me and my friends. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. Sorg, Sorg, what year do you think this was? 26... 2016? We're thinking 2010, something like yeah, that. Yeah, way before oh, 2016, oh, like AC's okay. and AIDS era. Because now, now I'm just going to look up random lockdowns. Yes. Um, they did it with a lot of the pay-per-views. Sting the time, right? and Hogan was the main event of one of them that I was at. Um, mm. This one had Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Sting I, was I on Team Flair. I don't think that's the one. I I, I feel like it, I just I, I just feel like James Storm was in the, was in the main event, probably for the championship and and that compelled me to go pay for a movie. I was by myself because I couldn't get anybody to come with me because <laughs> it was that era of TNA where I'm like, I got to give this a shot. And, you know, I don't know. Oh, boy, this this uh, this card. <laughs> okay, let's, let's talk about the new Impact Wrestling, which is a very good show. Did you watch the yeah. entire show or did you watch the, the main show. event? Okay. So I, I got to say, so the one, you know, I, I thought generally the show was very good. Um. I'm not going to say it's entirely worth forty dollars, but it was it was I was not completely angry that I, I paid forty dollars for this thing. Um, you, the the big thing that stuck out was the last man standing, Trey Miguel and Sammy Callahan for me. I saw the clips from that; it looked awesome. Yeah, it was it was it, there was a lot of fun stuff there. Um, I thought that was going to, like the way they were because again, I have not watched Impact in years, years, yes, years. So I was coming into all this fresh. The only thing I knew about was 
the Ryder and Hawkins feud just because it's Ryder and Hawkins. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew what was going on. Um, I don't know the way they were, uh, the way they were touting that. I thought it was going to be a little bit more extreme mm-hmm. than it ended up being. I mean, it was fine. You fish hooked them with a wrench, dude. Like, like there's some like stuff that kind of came off kind of brutal. I mean, they're not gonna like bleed all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but like they're not AEW, know. man. They it also looked kind of cheesy. I have a feeling. I have a feeling this company won't bleed all over a television studio just for the hell of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's where they're at. At least, which AE- is fine. I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah. like AEW's. At I don't know. The, the finish was a little like I didn't even see the finish coming really for the last man standing. Or? For the last man standing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I mean. That was that. Ooh, some interesting stuff happening over on NXT. Um, but uh, so so we have we have that. But so let, let's let's talk about the main event. You had, I, I think the right move was made. I'm not. I don't want to hate on Rich Swan, but man, I didn't. I did not like Rich Swan as a champion. Like it, it just it it didn't sell. I don't know. It, it, it just didn't seem big enough. It seems enough. like it's Rich Swan didn't seem like a big enough deal. Right? And, and, not, like, that, and, not, and, not, and not that really kind of bash on Rich Swan, but it's just I, he didn't... He doesn't seem like the guy that carry a company. And and, and, and also we, we had the conversation after the show of, well, then who would? Like, who, who could be in that? Who would you put in that Kenny Omega, uh, uh, you know all the titles on the line, crazy dream match. Right. Uh, as far as the title thing goes, at least like, like, like it, it almost seemed like, cause if I'm not mistaken, rich one and moose had the match last month, right. To unite the title. And right? that's how he got the second title because it moose almost is, yeah. seems like they just picked the winner of that match as to who would have a better match with Kenny Omega. Yes. Uh, it, like to an extent that's, that's, Kind of what it seems like to me, because like, like I'm pretty sure you throw Omega and Moose on there, people are gonna be like, "Ooh, what is what is it, that?" It, it is, it is, and Moose has been a long run for me to get into, right? Um, yeah, like I haven't seen Moose since the days when I used to watch Impact. Yeah, and boy, I do not remember him favorably. So, and then I and saw he was like, doing. He's I think doing he's gotten a lot better. He's got, he's got a lot better. He's gotten a lot better. I, I got to see him in action um, when we were doing Warrior Wrestling back in September, and um, and actually it was it was really impressive, you know. And and, and dude, I, I've seen Moose since like what 2010 in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think it's cool that he's just stuck like he's stayed like stuck with it. Yeah, for a guy like I forget he's been around for over 10 years. That's ridiculous. Came so, from like football, right? Yeah, yeah, but he has to be a football guy, right? Look at him. So like, I kind of almost wish it was James Storm. In this position, no, no, like seriously, like like a TNA stalwart. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, 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 because James Storm may not have the greatest matches in the world, but like when you think TNA, one of the guys you think of is James Storm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and Grant, that probably wouldn't have been the best match either. But and and Matt's and Matt's pointing out, and 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 I agree with this. Um, the Moose and Swan last month actually was really good. Um, sure uh, uh, Mike, you have, uh, of course, through, through Mayhem, you have access. I would recommend going back and just watch that main event if you have a Probably chance. Probably not going to do that, Sorg. <laughs> I'm going to be the, honest. Of the um, things you're going to do. I'm, I'm going to be honest. No, I I, I watched the pay-per-view, right? Yes. Um, it wasn't a terrible show. No, like, no, no. I, I didn't regret watching it. 
Well, well here's, here's did, did anything really draw me in? Okay. Not really. Here, like, the thing the thing that I was most intrigued about was the women's division. So here's here's something else. Not WrestleMania say, but let's say Fastlane, let's say a general WWE pay-per-view on average. Obviously mm-hmm. apples and oranges because we're talking about paying five bucks to watch the show versus forty. How do you compare an impact pay-per-view in um, quality of action, entertainment versus a, a standard, not Rumble, not Mania, standard right. WWE pay-per-view? Um, I mean, th- there was there was no... I didn't feel there was a standout match on the show. Hmm. I didn't feel like there was. Okay, um, like, okay. There were, there were a lot, like, was, were there any matches I would give, like, eight nines or tens no not really because like with the main event i'm like if there is a finish it's omega Mm -hmm. like like i didn't think there was gonna be a. and they set up a lot for that remember they said that they said like you got a hebner you got a second referee with aubrey you got plenty plenty of people outside the ring it looked like it was gonna get weird and it did for one moment and it really was a clean finish yeah and 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 that's fine that's that's good but there wasn't a, there wasn't anything that really stood out for me like mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people i like on the show like um jordan grace uh and um rachel ellerling mm-hmm. winning the tag titles that was very cool very cool uh i got to see Tilda dashwood wrestle for the first time in a long time right and i i loved emma and that was great None of the guy matches really stood out to me. So here's here's actually a problem I'm having. I'm having a problem with Impact Wrestling's women's division. Okay. It's just not hitting it for me. Okay. And it's this thing that everybody's been touting for the last like year or so. Maybe it's been flattened a little bit with the pandemic. Um, and no fans, perhaps. But I've seen very little. I uh, 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 other than um, Jordan Grace and Jazz. I've been very excited for those matches. Right. I'm very excited for that title win with uh, uh, Rachel Ellering and and Jordan and, and Jordan Grace with Jazz as the as the uh, yeah. as the as the manager, but the women's division and Deanna, I like I remember Deanna. I don't want to say I remember her being better, and maybe it's her opponents, maybe it's the environment. I don't know, but it's not. It's not. I'm not as excited for her as I used to be for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the, I, 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 I can't I didn't really get her gimmick. On. Yeah, I didn't get her gimmick. I'll say that. Like I like Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah. Um, I didn't get her gimmick. Yeah, I do too. I do, dude. We good wrestler, dude. I I filmed amazing matches with her. You know, like around here, like 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 I. She's one that's on the on the watch list for me, right? Mm -hmm. But Um, in in the chat room, they're asking us if uh, we think Rich Swan still has the stink of two hundred five live on him. So to me, um, uh, I my problem with Rich Swan was his his performance in that match. I'm gonna. That was that was my take. Like like Rich like you know. I'm like, well, is Kenny Omega going to have like a half an hour New Japan style match with Rich Swan and really make this do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. And actually, Rich, I thought, did not look okay in some of those spots. So, like, there's just like a little bit of like weird sloppiness. And and, I'll, and, and I'll I don't know if it's a bad night for Rich. I don't know. I don't know. But but and, it definitely. And I'm gonna say this: it's your biggest stage, dude. That's that's it. The second you open a pay per view with TJ Perkins for me. <laughs> That, that, Listen, really it's a take, that really takes a lot of steam but, out of it. But he didn't win, and, and Josh Alexander's your ex-division champion, and that's actually yeah, but, that's but like, actually pretty awesome. But like Sorg, when when I even watched the pay-per-view 
from Impact in five years. And here's this guy you don't like. Take, yeah, yeah. The first thing I see is TJ Perkins. Yes. Ooh, I, I, I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know about Like, I'm going to watch it. I don't know about it. Yeah, they're they're saying they're thinking two hundred five stink on Swan. I think that's a little. No, bit, I don't right? think so. I I think it's more of a I don't stink I don't agree what with happened. That. Yeah, it was more of a stink of what happened when he got released. So so we're talking about like like like, like so T, you're, you're you're talking about this idea. That Impact has problematic guys. Rich Swan had a domestic issue that he got fired over. I think somebody was pushed from a car in that yeah. instance. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he got cleared of it. Um. So take that. T- take that for what it is. He, he, the, the guy's not. You know. Yeah. OJ got cleared too. Or, I know. I know. But but still, you have to take that for a grain. Um. No, I don't. I know. <laughs> okay. And and TJP. Um. All I can remember is he was a dick to Riz. Uh. So and I'm sure oh, he's well, done. No, much. he's a dick he, to, he's to everybody. Yes, I know. But I know yeah. specifically he was a straight up dick. I'd to push Riz. him off the flat earth if I could. There you go. There you go. So, <laughs> anyways, anyways yeah, like, Remy, I know, I know you didn't get to see the pay per view necessarily, but I mean, you've seen the news and the clips and stuff. Like, what do you, what do you think of the uh, Kenny Omega uh, belt collector situation going on right now? I think it's awesome. I think it's it's pretty sick. I mean, Rich Swan was. I haven't talked to him in a, in a while, but he was one of the people that really pushed me to start training mm-hmm. back in the day, and like watching him in like. 2009 2010 at like ccw and with like adam cole like sammy and then seeing him tear tear it up and like pwg and all the indies and then getting that nxt break getting the call up it's just like he was at impact before that and then back to impact so i mean i didn't get to see the match so i'm not i don't want to no 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 tear it up too much but I mean, Swan is awesome. I just, I'm glad that he's been able to, to just like keep moving around. And you know, obviously, they put the belt on him for a reason. They see something they like in him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hard too. Like live events are hard with without really having a crowd. But I feel like pay per views have really yeah suffered from not having like the crowd. And you know, it's hard. Like it's definitely hard, even. Like, uh, you know, doing some of the shows I've done that have just been for like, uh, like streaming or like tapings and stuff It is, you know, it's really tricky without you, you, it makes you appreciate, you know, like the relationship between the, the wrestlers and the fans a lot more, not just for yourself personally for, but even when I'm watching wrestling as a fan, you know, like I, you, you definitely notice it and from firsthand experience, it's sometimes hard to kind of get your tempo or your sync set when you don't have that crowd, that mm-hmm. energy, and like mm-hmm. you don't have the uh, you don't have their emotions kind of like leading your match or, or dictating what you're going to do in the ring. But uh, I think Omega. I mean, I, I did see the match he had with Moxley, like the crazy uh, like Onita match, and that was awesome. And I know everyone kind of crapped on like the end of it, but it was still awesome. <laughs> it was it was it was a weird finish, but it was like there was a lot of fun in that. It was yeah, it was a yeah. fun ride to watch, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. you can tell that that Moxley and Omega are just huge fans of that of like that Onita match and like the crazy old old school like FMW stuff. So mm-hmm. it was just cool to see that like you know on a major platform, you know, not just like a, an indie or something like. 
it's cool that AEW let them like do that match. Absolutely. Absolutely. But well, yeah, I mean, no surprise that he, that he, I mean, Omega's had so many like bangers. It's not even funny at this point. Like he can just do whatever he wants now. I feel like mm-hmm. his new Japan run was like psychotic. <laughs> Truly yeah. all those matches yeah. he had with Okada are just like the best matches of all time. He, he's definitely, yeah, he, he's kind of earned this and, and, and to have this kind of like, like us run and have him just kind of doing this full takeover. Like, I mean, really, we're still introducing Kenny Omega to American audiences, aren't we? You yeah, know? you you have so, to kind of like remind yourself that he was not a lot of people like knew about him until the Bullet Club thing. Yeah. And even even when the Bullet Club thing started to, to catch on, he hadn't really even like when he first came over as like the cleaner. Like I was stoked about it because I knew Kenny Omega from PWG. But like that was right even before he kind of took off in like I think that was like right at the beginning of him just taking it to a whole nother level and watching him come all this way. I mean, right, rightfully deserved, you know, absolutely. He's the man. Absolutely. Love street fighter, which I love street <laughs> fighter. So it's love to see that. Like I love, I love to see evil. Uno is involved with like the AEW gaming situation. Oh yeah. There. There's it, a really cool like deathmatch game in development too. That's like yeah. this indie company. Yeah. And that looks awesome. There's a lot of those going around. There's a lot of like cool wrestling. We need it because the, the 2K games oh, haven't yeah. been very good. I'm not looking forward to the new one. I like I like Battleground, but you I, know. I just I just wish they would come out with a new um crush hour. Exactly. I know we get but, on this hey, what every, have you every got? time we mention video games. Whoa, whoa, we got wait a minute. What if we get an AEW crush hour clone? I'm all for that. Because yeah. Then you can say Kenny Omega has a twisty rock. Dude, if I can drive like the best friends, oh, oh, the best friends say, minivan uh, yeah. driven minivan. by Sue, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I am in. Sue's uh, minivan. Yo, yo, uh, everybody, start tagging Kenny start Omega. Your engines. Tag Evil Uno. Tag AEW, start your engines. Tag Ref That's the Aubrey. Game. Uh, AEW games would be like, yes. listen, you know what in game I love? WWE Crush Hour. I'm just going to put this hair for you. They're not doing it. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to look up AEW games. And I'm going to send it to them right now. It's just AEW games on all the social medias. I do believe. Yep, I, so I'm, I'm um, finding their most, re- to get because this. honestly, their casino game fucking sucks. Yo, that fuck that casino game guys. And I don't say that about a lot of AEW, but like, what the hell? Anyways, that's enough of that. You know, what's good. You know, what's a, 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 Still rocking is uh, IndieWrestling.us. We got a lot of stuff going on. Of course, Prospect Pro Wrestling's latest show, Dime Time, is available on there on the uh, IndieWrestling.network uh, as well. I know I've uh, seen a few of you out there uh, catching up with that from the network and uh, talking about the show after that. Also, check out the YouTube account. We've been having some fun with 2PW lately. You can check out the Chase Gold Counter. You're not familiar with Chase Gold. We're actually going to be, uh, we're actually in talks with trying to get Chase Gold on the uh, on the couch here, but we are also going to need some new ventilation. Let's just put it that way. He is uh, supposedly the best smelling man in professional wrestling. But uh, check out the Chase Gold counter over on the interwrestling.us YouTube page or the Prospect Pro Wrestling Facebook page. Um, of course, a lot of great stuff going on there. You can check out the trailer now on uh, all, both IndieWrestling.us and uh, 2PW's uh, social media as well. And a lot of projects in the works for that. Uh, IndieWrestling.us Indie Productions has at least a few interesting things in the works that will be uh, in the can or uh, filming in the next month, actually. We've just had some cool stuff scheduled. And, of course, the next 2PW show, which is going to be Payback. 
that sounds familiar, uh, is going to be a part of that as well shortly after uh, that show goes uh, goes off uh, here on May 15th. So and and as our friends and partners and uh, new partners, as we're we're working with uh, uh, finalizing some details with a new, not a new promotion, but a new event that's going to be happening in the Pittsburgh area. Um, those will be part of the VODs, at least if not the network as well. And check out our friends Pro Wrestling Conquest from down in Charleston, West Virginia. A lot of great stuff there, and there's a, a fantastic uh, new event that's going to be uh, coming up here um, later in May as well. And somebody that you can see over on IndieWrestling.network is is the uh, is the I went. Oh, you don't go by the Mind Eraser anymore, right? Like, no, <laughs> I still I still do. I do. I, he did say that that last show, didn't he? Like that's that was that's 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 an old moniker for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's the only one I've ever had. Okay, okay. I oh, see. Last I seen you, you were in a group. Well, yeah, I mean, you're I still in a group. Yeah, like, yeah. I, last time I seen especially you, especially over in, last year. Like last year doesn't. It's just like a, you know, a black hole. Well, I haven't seen you for like a, definitely a year in action. But but when I did, you were you were you're in the combination, of course, which has uh, wavered in membership, including Atticus Coger and 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 Jason Gorey, depending on where you're popping up, of course, um, including over at 2PW. Um, but uh, but 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 uh, yeah, so it's always been a group. So I've never had like just hey, here's the mine racer Remy Levey, or, yeah. or even Reaper's Lot. I've been seeing you in over over in West Virginia, that place I forget. Yeah, with uh, with Connor. That yeah. was that was uh, I miss Connor a lot. Shout out to Matt Connor. That's right. I saw he's got, he got his Reaper mer- merchandise back on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. So uh, hope yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hope that's good news for the trademark. So. Yeah, I saw he was doing some some like merch for I, I'm not sure, I off the top of my head I don't remember what it was for but for a good cause mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that he just won a strap I think in West Virginia so IWA isn't it Yeah uh, um, big that's that's awesome Is that Mid South that they run I don't there? know I, I I can't get to keep the IWA straight I'm sorry Oh I just I just saw the picture yeah. and, and messaged them but yeah I miss I miss him a lot There's a lot of people I haven't haven't seen mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people from like Ohio and. Some of the uh, just some of the other guys that I haven't seen what in what seems like over a year. It's crazy. That, that was a big thing. Of course, like I said, just just under two weeks ago, um, we were both uh, there in our our own capacities with uh, uh, 2PW, and that, that it just feels like such a reunion. Yeah. Uh, for, oh yeah, this for promo was like sick. That. This was for uh, premiere in Cleveland. This promo that we did. Oh uh, yeah, so the, 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 that was tacked onto your intro video. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Some, some great back. Yeah, that's the video that played when you came out. Oh, that's so, cool! I didn't see that. So, <laughs> no, you're on the other side of the curtain. You're I'm always so- the last one to like get the links and be able to actually like watch my own matches and stuff. Yeah, so I feel like I'm always the last one. So this is the first event with 2PW with fans since actually since the Leap Year Day last year. So uh, well over a year for them. They had a good 135, I think, was the capacity for uh, out, out there in uh, Freeport, Pennsylvania. And classically, no internet connection, <laughs> so that's fun uh, too. So, um, but it was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it was good to have like a nice—I want to say smaller. It was a nice size gymnasium, but um, that like, building was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, well, you had a three-way match. What was that? Xander Gabriel as a part of that, and uh, David Hetfield. David Hetfield, the detective. Yes. Um, so it was good to see you back in action over there. But uh, generally, I know you you you've been going around, uh, uh, you know, IWC, uh, RSW, yeah, uh, Real Shoot Wrestling down there in West Virginia. Yeah, shout so, out to RSW, shout out to Tim. Like those few shout things that, it, and we've talked about, you know, especially RSW on the show and what they've been doing down there, especially over the summer. 
Uh, I got to visit them for for a taping. Just uh, super chill and just yeah. like they they really like look out for me and I've always tried to to go extra hard for you know people that have that have looked out for me and that have you know I have a strong connection with in in the business. Mm-hmm. So uh, especially uh, Tim and TJ, they've really helped me like kind of get out of the slump that I was in from last year from you know, everything going on. I think everyone was kind of dealing with some, some doubt. And especially if you've like been at it, uh, you know, for a minute, I think we all had, uh, you know, as a wrestler, even before the pandemic and stuff, you know, you always have a lot of, at least I do of self doubt. I've kind of always been my biggest obstacle in a lot of ways, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but yeah, they've really helped, uh, like get me, kind of back on track and have just believed in me since day one and supported me and have always uh, given me really awesome opportunities and opponents. So, uh, yeah, shout-outs to RSW for sure. Yeah, it's it's a group, is, and a lot of great names are coming through there too um, over Absolutely. the years. Like, look at some of their old show posters and just ridiculous list of people. And I just thought Chavo, Chavo Guerrero was on a show with them in Cleveland. I was like, what is this? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like like who gets Chavo Guerrero in in the Northeast anymore unless it's a big show? You get so. a nice mix of like, you know, some of the the mid more mid south kind of guys. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know Pittsburgh guys too which is cool tim's tim's really helped like our scene out helping especially like uh younger like new talent get get out and uh get on the road a little bit you know it's a Mm -hmm. nice it's usually a nice drive but they run in cleveland and i think they have a a weekend coming up in uh connecticut's like the state so they uh they once reached out to me about doing video with them and I was like you literally have too many dates for me to help you <laughs> so, like 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 they gave me a schedule I'm like you're you're someplace you're in a different state every weekend I don't even know what I can do for you at this point you it's know? a good problem to have so, it's a good problem to have yeah. and and but it was also like you know it was like I can't like this was this would my life would have to be working with you guys I don't, I don't even know how that's gonna work it's always you know? tough I literally just like sat down the other day and like had to like actually do my calendar. Mm-hmm. Because it's starting to get, uh, things are starting to pick up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It, it, so it's, it's wild because it, it's a little different. We're a little inside baseball here. I'm used to having, you know, every permission that I, I, I communicate with has their schedule at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And you have your schedule and you figure it out. But yeah. it, like everybody, then, then things get changed. Then, like yeah, then things happen a hundred times. Yeah, a hundred times, and it's just this. I'm like, okay, what do we do when there's like a triple booking in December, which always happens. You know, always. things like that. And then, and then it's like, you know, it was like, well, I got 12 months to figure this out. But now it's like, you know, you're fine. Like shows are kind of dates are rolling out. Like, yeah, like not too many promotions. Would you be like, okay, when's the next date after the show? Yeah. But now that's how everybody's running because everybody's still kind of growing into what's happening. I feel, you know, like, like, I mean, obviously things are open up. We just had the announcement today of uh you're vaccinated you can go outside with a mask and you know things like that yeah um, other states are open. i didn't know about that yeah it just was happening i think i think today was the announcement if not yesterday um but uh, you know obviously other states have been more liberal with it pennsylvania has not been one of those uh states and we're really i feel like now starting to boot that up yeah right like we still don't have all the promotions back but it's now like okay, shows feel kind of real again, and and we're getting there, you know, kind of thing. Exactly. Where, uh, you know, I'm hoping end of summer we'd be 
normal. Yeah. If nothing I mean, goes weird. I mean, uh, I don't think there's any there's any good that's going to come from rushing anything. No, obviously, no, no. Everything needs to be done in its own time. Yeah, and it's it's like a personal thing. Like I've learned at this point, like you know, you can only really just do what you're going to do. And the you know, my advice would be just you know worry about yourself, absolutely, what you're comfortable with, absolutely. And also, like because I know this is a discussion. Like, don't go to a wrestling show if you're not comfortable. If you're still not, yeah, stay at home. Depending on where you're at, no one's forcing you to, and no one's no one's gonna, you know, they shouldn't make you feel any type of way about Mm -hmm. about that, you Mm -hmm. know. And and a lot of a lot of the companies are providing, you know, if not the day of, very shortly after. I know we try to get our shows out within like two days after the show. Yeah. So you're not you're not dealing with the FOMO too long, right? Yeah, and I like just from my experience, the 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 shows that I have been doing since last year uh like the the protocol like everyone's doing everything uh you know doing a really good job it's not easy to run a show let alone no. you know take everyone's temperature and and make sure everyone's good and make sure everyone's you know cleared so to speak and not having intermission that really sucks i miss being able to not only you know wrestlers are are really hurting and not being able to uh you know sell merch and stuff i think we're all just missing you know seeing the the regular fans all the time and Mm -hmm. you know having that little break in the middle of the show Mm -hmm. i always think it's you know you can i I have my stuff online like t-shirts i i run my little diy online store but i feel like fans really want that that interaction they want to be able to talk to you and i think it, it you know it means a lot when you can you know get it from the hands of you know the artist or the wrestler you know, whether it's a band or wrestling or anything like that, or if you go to Comic-Con or something, I, I think that mm-hmm. there's a, you know, there's like a, fans have that con- such a strong connection, especially in wrestling. And I think that uh, both the fans and the wrestlers are are missing like that, that, that time, you know? That's the thing. I mean, and that was the thing of indie wrestling was that up close and personal, whether it be ringside, which even that is, you know, there's been more space put in there, both something for some of them, maybe better in case in, in, yeah. than others. Um, cause I'm somewhere putting fans way too close to the ring for my liking personally, um, for safety's sake, not even COVID. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it so, so yeah, it, it was that tactile thing, you know, having like, Hey, this wrestler could land in your lap, you know, exactly. we were watching a show last week and we're like, Hey, just a reminder. If somebody comes your way, grab your shit and move was all over the polycult mm-hmm. show the other day. Right. Yeah. So, um, Polly am called apologies. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I hear, is that a Midwest thing? Is that, that's what it was referred to as like a very Midwest wrestling thing. They get the fuck out of the way. Uh, if the wrestlers come your way, I don't know. It, it, well, it, 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 it might be because if you watch like ECW and all the East coast shows, no one moved. That uh-huh. is, okay. <laughs> there, there's that too. There's that too. Right. So, I mean, and I know like we, if you moved, it's because you were moved. I know we have some, some West people out there uh, uh let us know if your what your experience is with those two so um but yeah we know like yeah it was all it's since day one going to shows here you know in elizabeth it was like yeah i know you get out of the way there's no guardrail they can <laughs> come at you move it you always have that point in the show where it doesn't matter what your assigned seat was because the chairs are who knows where uh so rwa was really bad with that too that back row got messed up a lot so um i've seen i've seen <laughs> I don't know how many times I've seen Super Hentai crash into those. 
But uh, so, well, either way, you're spitting things up. Really good things happening. I know I've seen you uh, uh, popping up on my feet a lot with some some you know wrestling going on. Yeah, you know, and it's good. To, it's good. It's it feels like it's been way too long since I got to hang out with you at a wrestling show, let alone on a show like this. No, yeah, two so. PW. That was really nice when I saw saw you were there, and yeah, it's like a world. You know, I'm always in a whirlwind, and uh, just like little things like that, you know, slowly easing back into it, and makes you appreciate, you know, not only just the wrestlers, but all the people that you haven't, that I haven't gotten to see, mm-hmm. uh, like, like you or, you know, referees, you know, announcers, top to bottom, just people that, you know, everyone that makes sure that the, the, the whole product is, is complete and, uh, you know, got to shout out everyone, you know, it's, it's, it wouldn't be possible without, without everyone contributing. So it was really nice to, to be back in front of a crowd and, and also see a lot of people that, you know, I haven't gotten to see uh, at IWC or elsewhere. Absolutely. Good crew over there, 2PW. It's definitely one, it's one of the highlights is uh, is definitely working that company. And it's such a young company, too. I think I, I added it up, and they hadn't even done 12 shows at this point. Rob is saying in the chat room, how about Lucha Fiesta, where there are pregnant women or people with infants in the front row with no rails? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was experience across the street here. So, so yeah, I know, I know you've been rewatching that Lucha Fiesta. So, man, I want to, I, I want to do something with that show because it was such an experience and, and, and more people need to see it. And man, maybe I can talk them, uh, in the, you know, talk them into doing another one across the street. We probably should have that conversation here. They really yeah. loved the first one. They wanted them to come back, but, uh, I think other things happen. So, um, outside of everybody's control, but Hey, there's, there's, there's a history of wrestling in this neighborhood, across the street in this parking lot, at least twice in this parking lot down here at the end of the street, up in the middle of the road. That was not good wrestling, though. Uh, so, um, but uh, we, we, maybe we'll, we'll bring some bring some good stuff. Remy, you're gonna come back and wrestle in this neighborhood. So I would might, love to bash at the beach. You, you bash it. Ooh, million dollar Ooh. idea. I'm full of them. Ooh. Oh, I'm writing that down right now, and I'm going to submit it. Uh, to the local community group of which my wife is a part of. You can put my uh, royalties aside for that. Beach View, courtesy, <laughs> oh, I sponsored just got by <laughs> Remy LeVay. What's that? I, I just got it. Bash yeah. at the Beach View? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. Maybe that's what our Wrestling Mayhem show, indie show, is going to be. That would be awesome. You've heard about it. I'll tell you off air because we <laughs> talked about it enough. I don't want to, I, I really don't want to give too many, too many legs this idea of us running an indie show. But so um, I have said if certain qualifications happen, um, I will run our indie show. But we are a long way off from that ever happening. <laughs> so I would just put that out there. So we're going to have to have a lot of Patreon in the banks for that to happen. A lot of Patreons in the bank and, and, other other things uh but there's no threat of that ever happening at this point except for i don't know i don't know what bradley and matt have planned it may happen the stimmy the stimmy broil and we may sponsorship but i don't know what that's gonna be but biden bucks blast biden bucks biden bucks blast there you go you know what else is a a blast you can buy with your biden bucks that's uh some slice on broadway delicious New York City style Yinzer made. Remy got to partake in some of it here tonight. Uh, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills. Sorry if you're outside of Pittsburgh. It's a very local thing. Hey, listen, we can't get a pizza sponsor to feed people in the studio and not have a look. I mean, we're not getting we're not getting some of those those other guys. I don't care if you can beat the hut. F the hut. Go to Slice on Broadway. If you're not here in Pittsburgh with Slice on Broadway, shop local. Pizza local, guys. P 
pizza local, whatever it is, support good pizza. Support independent wrestling, support independent pizza. That's right. Except for those guys that don't cook their cheese and they're kind of assholes about it. That guy, F those guys. Nobody in particular. Uh, anyways, <laughs> let's move on then. Uh, we're going to be right back talking about our homework for the week, which is some classic Lucha Underground. And we'll be back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning, and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Hope you guys are having some fun. I know we kind of went some different ways there at the end there. So, um, But uh, we are back. We're going to learn some things. We're going we're to do some homework. And uh, we got with us Remy LeVay, the Mind Eraser. What's up? I, I want to do, do it like... like Mind eraser, the King Diamond. Can we do that? Is that gonna be your announcement? Can we get um? Can we get Ted over at Two PW to do that? That'd be great. You, you, I mean, I don't know if that's the direction you want to go with your 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 style, but I mean, you're kind of more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even like, know what my style is anymore. It's okay. Like you got a creepy style. I observed that you were you were um because last time remember again last time I filmed you was so long ago. You were still a very dirty. Were, yeah, that was awesome. I kind of missed doing that. You you were dirty, Remy coming out of the crowd and i'm just like i'm like they're so dirty <laughs> and 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 that and and so so like my idea is that is going to be like more of the um the ch- chili billy uh S- saturday night creep show <laughs> yes. mind eraser so like i don't know if that that gets a little um i would love that less creepy so. i'm just imagining like uh vince neal doing that can we get freaky to do that since he's been doing weird uh that cl- you see that fucking clock get me some over? uh some samples there you go. I can put it in the... Maybe I'll make a new theme or something. There. <laughs> well, you just did that. We are Creative Commons on this show, so take anything you want out of this show and mix it however you want. So <laughs> Sample this Sample this show. Sample. I, I've been waiting for somebody to take a phrase from this show and mix it in with like techno music. That would be awesome. Um, of something that we've done. It can be the Seth Rollins Godzilla thing from last night. So <laughs> <laughs> it would be the thing. Like, listen. No, somebody take P. Diddy's Come With Me. Mm-hmm. We could um, run and just put just put Seth Rollins swinging around the title belt from Mania. Yeah, no, no, and, and, and then and then Mike Mike doing his Seth Rollins impressions. From just got takeover, right? Yeah, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could, this could be at least entertaining, like five of us here on the show. So, <laughs> but because um, we we did just just a tiny bit of backstory. We determined that Seth Rollins was Mecha Godzilla in the new Kong vs. Godzilla movie. I still haven't seen that. I just started oh. watching the new Mortal Kombat, which was sick, but uh, yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen the Kong. Godzilla. Mike is renting a theater up in New York to yes. watch Mortal Kombat. Respect yes. as his That's belated it. Christmas, or, I'm sorry, uh, birthday uh, uh, celebration. Yeah, it, it, it's honestly it's not that much. Oh no, no, we were looking at it for Godzilla, like like Dutter. Yeah. Dutter it, I think Dutter's was it, this it close to renting it. We're like, we're like, we get like twenty people in here. This actually is cheap. It, so, it ain't that much. No. I'm like, 
fine. If I get the full theater experience from Mortal Kombat and I don't have to worry about it and I'm with like eight of my friends. I'm I got okay. to do that last year for Jurassic Park and it was pretty sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a quick announcement here. We do have the brand new Rise mm. Grand Champion. Yes. Ziggy Heim is going to be on the show next week. Awesome. Yes. So for Ziggy Star Wars Day. I'm going to say last time she was here, I gave her a present. And now she she got a mayhem bump. So I'm just saying, could be coincidence, could mm-hmm. be not. But for uh, the first new grand champion in over a year with Rise Wrestling, a good to see it's it's Ziggy Star Wars Day. Sort Ziggy Star Wars is also May 4th. So yes. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I honestly don't. I don't oh, sword, I mean, sword. All I know is we got a Darth Vader helmet here in the studio. And so our, our tagline is going to be May the 4th be with you. We got to watch, watch the line. Ride the line, Mike. Ride the line. No, no, no Ziggy. It is Ziggy, yeah. She's, she's the Jewish space laser. She is the Jewish space like, laser. Like, come on. Did she do the t-shirt? She, she has a move to. called the Mazel Tov cocktail. She does have the Mazel Tov cocktail. <laughs> uh, like, come on. It, yes. It all yes. fits. It does. It's pretty fantastic, actually. Anyways, we got some homework. We, yes, we had did. a match. Mike, you selected this week's match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lucha. 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 Lucha Underground. Um, I picked the match between um it was it was it was a season two match between um Prince Puma mm-hmm. and Pentagon Jr. And man oh man. when you open the YouTube video and the first thing you see is Mil Muertes with the title sitting on his throne so looking over the arena. God, I missed that show. Yeah, I forgot it was like that era when it was like, yeah, Muertes looking over everything. Is that season two? That was, I'm pretty sure that was season two. Okay. And and by the way, that throne was made of skulls of people he has murdered. Mm-hmm. One of mm-hmm. them being the Mac. Uh, not, not the Mac, excuse me, uh, Big Rick. The production value on it was so cool. That was like the first thing that caught my attention. I feel like they just had wait, really good wait, attention. You've never detail. seen Lucha? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, oh, okay, okay, when it okay. when it first when it first came out, I think I like I kind of fell off after the second season. But when it first came out, like I was really hyped on it, just based on just like I like how kind of like dark and high contrast and comic book video gamey it kind of looks like. I think they really did a good job like making it feel different and special but it still still was wrestling still like made sense it wasn't uh didn't feel like it was like trying to be something else it just mm-hmm. incorporated the whole like lucha aesthetic really tastefully and like really uh like respectfully and like you could tell that all the detail they put into it all the hard work and you know the fans that were coming like to the tapings and stuff you could tell it was super you know specific and dialed in like in the best way possible and it was just really fresh Mm -hmm. and like obviously they they had so many awesome you know like guys that you might have only seen like on the west coast indies like in pwg before lucha underground it was a big launching pad for a lot of guys and even like m dog um as like son of havoc like i was marking out for that because m dog's awesome and it was just awesome to see him get that opportunity. But like later, I know later on, like Paul London did some really cool stuff. I, I've 
love Paul Lund. Oh, the Rabbit Tribe. Yeah, that was so yeah. cool. That was cool. Jesus, I forgot about the Rabbit Tribe. Which include the now Killer Cross. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's... And, I mean, you know, by season four, they just straight up did time travel. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it, it, if you were curious to get back into it from where you left off, it's all for free on uh, Tubi.tv. Oh, Tubi's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's all free on there. That's that Because I was watching... Mo- like I'd say, pretty much all of season one, like a couple weeks ago. It's like the first place I saw, like in Helico, and I was, you know, there was still familiar, like, like Vampiro was there. You know, there was still familiar, like if you were, you know, if you watched wrestling in the nineties, there was still, you know, some familiar faces and stuff, which I thought was really cool. It was really cool seeing like Ray do his little run there in between mm-hmm. going back to WWE and stuff, and yeah, you can just tell that especially yeah like pentagon and stuff like look where most of these guys are now and ricochet especially and like watching this match it just bummed me out i was like why don't they just look they just need to let ricochet do this stuff but Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that that ring is just like so crazy and and bouncy and like they it it was kind of like it was had that like ecw cult cult vibe the crowd's like just super hyped and those huge balcony dives mm-hmm. like in helico jumping off that dude uh, I, that is you know between the lucha crowd um the couple of crowds that i have experienced other uh, uh you were live for this match right? I, not this match but i was oh, there okay. for like season three i don't think i was there for this okay um and so so between seeing lucha seeing like two or three other sh- shows in california and seeing like wrestling here in this neighborhood, yeah, like that 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 Mexican crowd is like maybe my favorite crowd. So yeah. like like it's wild. Um, it, like they, they they just bring a whole different kind of energy that you're just not used to in indie shows. Um, yeah, yeah the cl- the closest thing I got to it was when um, uh, Macron's Jen and I were down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And they had the Lucha Underground versus Impact Wrestling show. Mm-hmm. That show was a trip. <laughs> that was that was absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, like Morrison was there too, right? Um, was Morrison oh man, I should look up. I think it should have been around there. Um, the show is available. I think I checked it. Is the show is still available on Impact Plus? If you want to go back and watch it, really? Because uh-huh. I may actually go back and watch that. I've been wanting. I've been thinking thinking about popping in on that too. Um, so because I was looking up it, because I was like, yeah, uh, I'm, all right, I'm looking I, at the whole uh, I, 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 in, the, in the couple impact Twitch shows that I produced are also I'm looking at too, the card so right now. I was, okay. so, so, I was, so I was digging through all that kind of stuff. So and that was, was about uh, the same era, wasn't it? Like like when I was yeah. working with them out in Dayton, like that they they were doing that. That was uh, that was around that same. Yeah, period. I'm I'm I'm, go- I'm I'm just going to read the whole card because it's awesome. Uh, Matanza. Versus Caleb Conley, Chavo, Jack Evans, Matt Seidel, and Moose in a six-way match. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali and Taya for the Knockouts Championship. Scott Seiner and, well, Teddy Hart uh, versus OVE. Aerostar, Drago, and King Cuerno against Andrew Everett, Desmond, Xavier, and DJZ. Which, uh, uh, wait, K- King Cuerno was in that match? King Cuerno was in that Interesting, match. So since they're that's, a, that's really funny. Since they're a faction now. Uh, uh-huh. so. that's, that's very that's very humorous. Uh, Trevor Lee, um, mm-hmm. the now Cameron Grimes, had a match with Marty the Moth. Oh, jeez. With Famous B. Who, Marty the Moth, who I believe just Famous debuted. Famous B is awesome. Uh, he's, on, he's on Dark tonight. He's on Dark tonight. Against yeah. uh, Cage. Brian Cage, yeah. 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 And uh, for the Impact Tag Tales, 
Santana and Ortiz against Killshot and the Mac. Which Jeez. I remember that being a bonkers match. Jeez. Was Killshot uh, Swerve? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Swerve, yeah, yeah. Swerve, he was awesome. In the Mac. He was awesome. In it. So was Willie Mac. Mm. Well, like, again, like, just like, like that PWG, like, crew of like that era was just like psychotic, like mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's yeah. definitely what, what got so many of those guys like up and on to, to whether it was, you know, NXT at the time or Lucha Underground. Like that was literally like you want to be on TV. You have a crazy match at PWG and like Regal, <laughs> Regal will literally be there like watching like Regal. I went to PWG show and it was crazy because Regal, I like, I looked over at one point and Regal was just like watching all the matches. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that's sick. He's definitely here, like scouting and and like." And now look at the roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, right? yeah, yeah. Right. But like, he's smart. Like, that's cool. Like they they had that uh, like top to bottom. But like that mm-hmm. West Coast style is like super lucha. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you like watch like a guy like Brody King. And like ROH and stuff, he's like huge. He's like six four, like probably like yeah. two fifty, like and he's been, or something. and he's been doing New Japan. And yeah, like he's, he's been on, doing, he's, he's been, been doing strong. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, shout out Brody. He's all, he's awesome. I when I went to uh, LA, I got to hang out with him and train at the Santino Brothers School, which is uh, ran by uh, helped to, like trained by um, Robbie Phoenix, who is like uh, I think his name is Kid Chaos in XPW, mm-hmm. and I just remember like just going to their training class and getting just like literally just like working out and it got to learn a lot of cool lucha stuff that I've been too scared to try, <laughs> but no, uh, it's just awesome style out there. And like they, uh, they really incorporate like the, the lucha style. It's crazy to see the difference between the, the East coast and, and West coast that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I got to see, it was um oh I can't remember what it's called but it was it was an Enoki dojo and it was like a weird hybrid lucha slash Japanese style. It's like Lee and the wrestling yeah right Tiger style I mean, yeah, right right like like uh, like proto Tiger style. I saw um oh who's the guy he's the, he's the guy that does the um uh, uh not, is it crazy bone no something bone somebody's gonna get me in the chat room with this um funny bone no that can't be it he has like kind of a skull kind of paint to it but he like he wrestled mv not that long ago yeah yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about I, I, I you might be right um so he, he was kind of the big name on that one but like i looked at it in like the wrestling mat like the, it, the, it was a wrestling ring but there was zero give in the ring and it looked like it was just the like amateur wrestling mats on the ring and that was oh, it sure like I'm watching these guys take bumps, and I'm like, that ring's not moving at all. At all, it's right? like a stage. Like, yeah, it was. It looked like a stage, and they were doing like they weren't pulling, you know, like you, you know, they weren't pulling bumps. Yeah, on that thing, and I'm just watching this thing. And Alex Cars was out there with me for that one, and I'm just like, I'm like, this is, this is intense out here <laughs> it was ridiculous it was like a back of a warehouse and they sold like i don't know it was like a furniture flooring company in the front like, maybe what? they were just rolling on everything i'm like what style yeah yeah i'm like what neighborhood am i no there was no there was some flat there was some top rope flat backs that just oh, like, God. like ooh, like ooh. um but yeah no uh, so uh from the chat 
I think this is talking about your 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 match earlier with uh, at, at New Orleans. He says uh, we saw Jeremiah Crane versus Eddie Edwards in an I Quit match where Eddie uttered the immortal phrase "Fuck you, Solomon Crow," <laughs> which would be the. WWE. I thought the hackers gimmick like was a cool idea. I'm bummed. And it's kind of like he's kind of doing it. He's kind of doing now. Like he's kind of doing like a, a, a homage, you know, crossover kind of thing. I'm glad he's still with Impact. I think he's one. Of the, he's still one of the. Good influences over at Impact. So I just love Johnny Lee Miller hackers. Yes, yes. We have to watch <laughs> hackers again. Uh, it's a masterpiece. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um. So I have a match. Oh, okay. Because I was looking up another. Okay, I have a match for next week. I thought we should do an homage to Kenny Omega, and I thought, no, I'm Mike. I'm not going to make you watch a 45 minute match from Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> So, <laughs> I feel like you're not gonna. I, that, that was one of those things you had to be there. I feel like. Um, so instead, and I'm putting it in the chat room right now, and it's going to involve Kenny Omega, but maybe not. Doesn't look like the Kenny Omega you're used to. We're going to go back to 2008. Ring of oh, Honor is bound by hate, and he's in a three-way match against Brian Danielson and Tyler Black. That's. Kenny Omega, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, <laughs> and got takeover, right? <laughs> Seth Rollins. It's probably fire. And I'm sure it is. It's about 18 minutes, uh, the video that they have on Ring okay. of Honor's All YouTube right. page. That's... Yeah? That's fine. It's like, a every... shame because the match I had pulled, I'll, I'll wait till next week. Um, I'll just give you a hint. Weapons of mass destruction. Oh, <laughs> We I, went I, I, different I've ways. I've saved it. I've saved it in my watch later, so I can put it out for next week. But um, yeah, Jesus, absolutely. Oh, because <laughs> I'm just looking at Lucha Under. Like I, I'm typing Lucha, Lucha Underground, just searching on YouTube. There's a reaction video for someone watching <laughs> my first time watching Lucha Underground. Oh no, <laughs> it's great. One of the first sixty shows is. Pentagon breaking light can tubes I, over vampiros. Can back. I can I share an adorable moment that's not mine? <laughs> yes, because Matt shared it with this with me the other day, um, and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. Um, it, apparently, his son is asking him interesting historical questions from time to time, oh and the fun one he got the other day was, "Daddy, what was the Montreal screw job?" Well, you see, son, Brett refused to do business. He got, yeah, I'm gonna let him tell the answer to it. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe Monday we'll we'll ask it again. But so, but it was it was just like I I just love that idea. So Is that because of the impact pay per view, I don't know. I don't I don't know where he's getting it from. So well, because I mean, it may, said, it may, it may, oh, it may, the Hepners have never screwed anyone before, right? No, no, it was before the pay per view. You're telling me okay. about this. So, um, I think, uh, but uh, but it was definitely before that that kind of stuff. So, well, on that note. Let's uh, find out what everybody learned from wrestling this week. Mad Mike? Oh, God. What did I learn? Um, I learned that it doesn't necessarily pay to go back to Impact. Uh, um, I, no, I, I learned that The Miz may be the most underrated multiple time world champion of all time. Oh shit, yes. Like legitimately. Um they they came out with the WWE twenty four special on the Miz. Yeah. And my God, like just 
because they because they talk about everything. Like they go through his um his time on the real world. They talk about um like everything with the diva search and everything and how he was mocked and ridiculed and all that stuff and just how he built himself up and like i i think like i I highly recommend watching it like watch the whole documentary but i think one of the craziest like encapsulations of the myths is i forget who it was it might have been ziggler saying it like like that how ironic it is that it's that the mania main event with with Miz and Cena might have been the highlight of his career and Miz can't remember it. Oh. Like that is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. That is heartbreaking. Like and and they show like footage of him after the match mm-hmm. when he is clearly just out of it like he's out of it because he he says he says he doesn't even watch the match back because he doesn't like seeing himself in that state but the only thing he's asking like in between them doing like you know the the concussion tests and everything he's asking was it a good match did i do a good job like that's all he's concerned about in that state and that is wild to me like Miz Miz is probably the most underrated I I, I don't want to say performer because there are a couple I could probably put above him but definitely most underrated multiple time world champion of all time mm-hmm. I've always really liked Miz yeah he can talk really well and he can work with like anyone like he is also someone who's gotten it a lot better and you can tell even going back to like i remember him like dating myself here i remember like watching him on the real world and i was just like this guy is a total jock and like normally i would like you know 10 11 however old i was 12 year old me would like hate hate him but because he liked wrestling and like turned into the Miz character when he got like shit faced. I was like, all right, this dude's sick because he likes wrestling. And no one at the time, like on MTV or or otherwise in pop culture, like wrestling was definitely not a cool thing like it is now. So I was just, I just to see him like come that far and like tough enough and everything. Like he's he's been on it for so long. It's and it's just crazy because I I don't know. It's not like the first thing that I think about when when I think of him, but when you, when you get to thinking about it, he's been there for so long and he's just been getting better. And it is interesting. Um, I forget where I was watching him, but he was talking about, Oh, it was, it was, uh, I think it was an interview he was doing Renee Young actually on on her, her new podcast. Um, he talked about how he avoided reality show projects for the longest time because he did, he was still worried about that stigma of where he came from. You and want then, to feel like and, you really earned right. it, you know. Well, and then, but we also just didn't want, yeah, yeah. He didn't, but he 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 knew the the way people look at him and going you know, because he was doing like if you get into it, like he was doing real world, but then he was doing stuff like like you know appearances and things. Because yeah, he's real doing world. that schedule. So he, would do, he, was, he would do like the challenge. No, no, no. He no, not the challenge. No, I'm talking about like to make money in in oh. L. A. He was doing shitty appearances because he was a guy from the real world. Right. Yeah. Right. And that like he has just a horrible taste because of that. And then and then when the like like things like the Miz and Mrs. stuff came up, 
um, which I think they what are they they they, it, they pitched it as a as a house like a home and garden show between with, with two of them, and they're like, no, kill the the house thing, <laughs> and we just want you to is basically how they were pitched the show. And he finally kind of warmed up to it because it's like, well, it's my wife, and it's been long enough, and, and things like that. Like, like to get into that and his kind of, I want to say, hangups about you know the reality stuff is, is is really interesting. And and he admits it's like it's like you know it's like it, it's 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 you know yeah I could do this stuff, but it's like I don't you know I don't want to be known as that guy. You know, so, anyway, no. So I think but, he I think he he took so long to get out of it. Yeah, I think he became like known as a wrestler first and foremost. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure it feels good to like be able to finesse the situation now and just get that that money, get that bag, and yeah. be like, yeah, like now what? Like I do have a reality show and I'm I'm paid. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and yeah. honestly, to close out, he again should be Johnny Cage. In the I saw one. some of that. Yeah, yes. that would be that would be perfect. He 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 is literally the embodiment of Johnny Cage. He's literally the embodiment of, like, it, he really is. As, as long as he can figure out how to do a split and punch a guy in the dick, that's all you need. No, I think that would that would be awesome. Yep. Remy, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, man. Or relatively recently. Relatively recently. That's fine. I mean, it could be something from 2PW. It could be something from... Uh, just, I think, when I was, month. like, getting back to what I kind of touched on earlier, just, like, how important the uh, the fans and that interaction is and just how much, you know, I've missed having, uh, you know, the energy to feed off of from the crowd. And, you know, 2PW was, was awesome to see. And, like, what's cool about that is I feel like, you know, uh, in Freeport, it's like they, you know, they don't get they don't get wrestling every month. So no. No. Uh, you can tell they just like really appreciate it. And it's it's a lot of people, some familiar people, but a, a lot of people there like I didn't recognize. Yeah, anything. I was curious if that was like generally uh, uh, I thought I thought it was just going to be, hey, everybody came down that usually goes to Worthington for the most part. Yeah, I mean, so. I definitely saw some um, some some diehards, you know, mm-hmm. excuse me, but uh yeah, there were definitely a lot of people there that I didn't recognize, and they were into it the whole night. And you know, kudos to them, and and thank you to everyone who came out, and everyone who's you know risked their well being in the in the last year and a half to uh, to come out to a show. And I think that you know that's one of the best things about wrestling is it's it's a place you're supposed to go to kind of escape from reality for a while, and. Uh, you know, I'm 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 glad that as things kind of slowly get get back to normal, especially with being able to have fans there. I think uh, you know both the fans and the wrestlers uh, will realize how much are starting to realize how much you know they need the other. So yeah. it, it, it's 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 the best part about wrestling is that, that they, energy. They actually mentioned that a little bit in the Miz documentary too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go, have to watch that. It they go good. all the way up through um, his title win. Mm-hmm. Like against uh, Lashley, so. Oh, that's cool. It's very I, current. I forgot how good how good it feels being at a show and like that intro video is playing, and kind of getting hyped for the show. Yeah, it was like aw- it was like awesome. sitting there at ringside, ready to film the show, and like yeah, that video is going and and kind of feeling that energy and stuff. Like that's man, there's a little bit of a, a high that I've been missing on that. Which you can tell too how yeah. just how much Marshall really cares and how much he... I want to say I, I don't touch any of those videos that's him like those intro videos that that's all him a lot of people and that was yeah. a, that was a hell of a video a lot of people don't know like how much like 
I I really respect his DIY like do it yourself mm-hmm. grind because I've that's how I've always tried to do uh do my stuff and I mean I've known Marshall for so long I've he's always uh he's always had my back and and definitely when I first started he kind of put you know put me under his wing in a lot of ways and really looked out for me and like he definitely looks out for you know like all the um you know the like the more I don't know like you know young and up and coming guys he really makes an effort to to showcase them and give them you know some refreshing matchups that they that you know fans might not see anywhere else so you know shout outs to Marshall and and all to PW because uh it's always a pleasure to work there and the fans are the best awesome always good good vibes over there um that's not my like well, hey from the chat room sorry I'm juggling a little bit over here uh from the chat room tina keys learned that raw has made me appreciate sleep more <laughs> that seems about right um and also a reference before about the montreal theory the kids at school have been talking ah okay there you go uh matt carlin well, you know what the, he just needs to tell those kids hey you know what brett wouldn't do a job Mm-mm. so the job had to be done to brett mm-hmm Best for business. Mac Arlen's learned Kenny Omega is the greatest wrestler of the last 10,000 years. Uh, and Dave Potter learned that I'm enjoying NXT more since they aren't counter booking AEW. Also, Drunk Jericho is not entertaining. Where is Drunk yeah. Jericho at? What was what did, was this a podcast or something? Or probably probably on Talking Shop of Mania or something. Yeah. It was like, so Jer- Jericho Sober is barely entertaining. Oh, uh, yes. So. Great promo, though. I did still enjoy some Jericho work even these days. Um, but yeah, NXT next week looks it looks fantastic. like just, I mean, just watching the background here, what they've been doing, it just like looks freaking on right now. And yeah, so and I don't know if it's Wednesdays. I don't know if it's what it is. Maybe it's just in a different gear post Mania. But man, it's it, it's looking good. Um, I uh, I am I am. Uh, I'm learning from wrestling this week. Uh, man, so so this is the first week since it came on that I got to watch AEW Dark Elevation on a post. Which means I got to watch it at 7 o'clock as opposed to whenever I turned it on during Raw or it was done with my client that usually comes in on Mondays. Um, we finally got some scheduling worked out. and, and it, Yeah, so we had an opening. Um, and I was like, I sat because, you know, my wife, God bless her. She's a wrestling fan, but she's not all of this wrestling fan, Uh right? She's like, she's like, you watch too much wrestling and I can't digest it all. I was like, that's fine. I was like, listen, you know, watch the first hour and then I'll go up and multi-screen. So that's because I know that gets crazy and you can watch your stuff down here. And, uh, it was like, I was like, AEW Dark is, if you're like, Raw is so bad. And she, she, a little bit she's seen, she's like, yeah, it's bad. It's not good. You know, it's not enjoyable. And I was like, well, this is, um, lightweight wrestling programming, right? Um, you, there's a lot of new people. The storylines, she's like, well, I'm worried about the story, you know, following the storylines. I'm like, not a problem on the show. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> not a problem. So if you're like, don't want to worry about tuning in Wednesday nights and don't know what the young bucks are, if they're heel or face this week or what Darby Allen's doing or, or don't know what we're talking about with Sue's mom and the best friends and don't get all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like the dark and dark elevation are kind of the show for you is that little introductory thing. Right. 
not for, you're not going to find all the big names, but if you're if you're just looking for that that kind of wrestling and and you're coming from really enjoying indie shows, I I think that's the thing. I think if you really enjoy just like seeing a random indie show, like I think that's what the shows are for, right? Um, but uh, it, it was interesting getting a little bit of commentary from that through the show too. So um, so I learned I learned that uh, I think I can get my wife to watch at least some AEW with me. Oh yeah. So I was worried because she was watching, sit, stand there for the first five minutes of Dynamite one week, and was like, "I don't like Tony Schiavone," and I'm like, "Oh no, we need to have a discussion." <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyways, Remy Levey, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you online? You're all over all the social medias. Yeah, it's just I think at Remy Levey on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's mm-hmm. I think I I use Instagram probably the most. So. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. I got uh, RemyLeVay.BigCartel.com. Like I said, with uh, no intermissions right now and shows slowly coming back, you know, support all your favorite independent wrestlers, all your favorite podcasts, Mm -hmm. shows like this. Super important for us to to come together and, you know, even if it's not financially, just by tuning in or reaching out or, you know, liking and sharing a post. Whatever it may be on on the digital side of things, you know, goes a long way, and I know that uh, we all appreciate it right now. Absolutely, I, I was surprised in early discussions. I was do I was doing these kind of roundtable, like just getting like three or four, you know, wrestling people on and be like, "So, how are you dealing with things?" And like, yeah, Beastman is going for a walk while he's on with us, like stuff like that. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and and I was really amazed uh, conversation. I think Rev, I was having the conversation with him and a couple other guys on that one, and 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 how much. I was like, well, this is your indie wrestling. It's your side hustle. So, like, yeah. that, that, that's not a big financial hit for you or something, right? And they're like, actually, no. Like, no, it really so, was for some me, of too. You guys, yeah. like, uh, like, some of these guys, you know, that you're seeing, you may think, oh, they got the day job. That's whatever, right? Yeah. Um, that, that aren't, like, the big touring people, maybe. And, yeah. and it's like, no, this is this is a chunk. Like, some of you guys do do really good at those tables. And, when I have and, good and, merch, it's it's crazy. It's, yeah. It is, like, life-changing. Not like, to say, like, crazy. you guys are, like, rolling it over there, but it's just, like, like you know, it, it gets it keeps everything moving. Absolutely. Let's say it that way. Just, like, Patreon, like, li- like helps us pay hosting fees to keep moving forward. Exactly. You know? And if Patreon, like, you know, if we had our our equivalent of Patreon going away, like, that's going to be a chunk that we have to make up. You if know? I wouldn't have noticed it, you know, it's not like you, you know, before all this, like I'd think I would think like, oh, like, you know, obviously before that, you're like, oh, I gotta be making more money. Yeah. But then it ha- and then the pandemic hit and you and I slowly started to realize like, yo, like this sucks. Like, you know, even having a couple extra hundred dollars, like if I did like a uh, two shows in one weekend or three mm-hmm. shows in a weekend and I had my merch, you know right which I, I rarely have but even if i had a new <laughs> shirt or you know yeah. some pictures or whatever or like uh like gym shorts like when i had those gym shorts they they sold really fast and like i remember specifically thinking to myself because of that like hey th- this is why you shouldn't you know put off getting new merch all the time and, and yeah. keeping the stuff short qu- small quantities and uh so you can always keep you know fresh fresh merch coming in there's a mc uh front a lot I think he does it with MC Lars, if I'm not mistaken. Is that like the uh, nerd rapper guy? It was, yeah, they're the nerd rapper guys. Yeah. MC Lars is pretty awesome. That's got, cool. I respect. I got, that. I got to chat with MC Lars a couple of times. Um, That's like, but uh, but but they have a they have a song together um, called I forget what it's called, but the basically the entire song is I was here to be a rapper, 
but now I'm in the t-shirt business and I can tell you about thread accounts and quantities and, and things like that. And just and, relating and, to merch. And that's wrestling. And that, yeah. that, that, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm in the t-shirt business and, and like, you know, you do your shows, but you make your money selling the t-shirts. Like it's, it's, it's especially music, like your, your money's at the merch table. Right. And, and same with absolutely. Wrestlers. So, 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 you know, you're like, well, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to be a wrestler. But I'm, wrestlers I'm in, and I'm, wrestling I'm, I'm fan in, people are. But I'm like, in the t-shirt business. Yeah, and wrestling fans and and like wrestlers are some of the like the most t-shirt mm-hmm. people there are. Yep. And just consumers. Let's talk about wardrobes. General. I'm shocked when I fa- figured out how many drawers were full of wrestling t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of. People have like absurd amounts of like Funko Pops and like yeah, buy all yeah, the new WWE yeah. shit. I mean, it's, it's respect. It's, yeah, it's it's like you ever see um, uh, Magnum CK's first documentary, and there's the one guy in there um, that like has all the wrestling T-shirts, but he's like too embarrassed to wear them anywhere. But he has an entire closet. That's lame. You gotta t-shirts. you gotta wear them. Hey, well, they go into it, and you know it becomes a thing on the show. You know that's cool. that, that, that they do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like that, like that kind of thing, you know, it's, it's like, it was like, I feel like I would have that closet. You know, I feel I, like I start I, collecting I stuff and then I get bored like before I have a proper yeah. collection of anything. So, so I, I'm impressed cause I'll pull out like, Hey, here's a Sean Phoenix one from like three weeks, three years ago. Right. And, 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 and I feel like Mike has like, like the most pristine new collection over there that I see. Uh, cause I feel like I don't see a lot <laughs> of repeats going on over there. No, no. Um, see the. See that drawer, that door right back there? Yeah. Um, All shirts? It, basically, yeah. Okay. Respect. I have a ton of shirts, yeah. too. I have a lot of band like, shirts. Like, I have a couple that I know don't even really fit me anymore, Mike, but I still keep them as kind of nostalgia. Mike, Mike, are, are, we the, are we the guys that wear wrestling shirts to our wrestle jobs? Is that it? Is that what's happening? Uh, maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe you know, you know. I mean yeah. It's, wear what you uh, like. Wear okay. wear what's comfortable and wear what you like. Listen, I'm usually wearing a wrestling shirt or a video game shirt if I'm sitting in here. Uh, that's that's it. I never that's wear wrestling it. shirts. No. I, I'm I'm. Be... I I have some like OG ones that are really sick and some like I right? have my right? my Atticus shirts. And right. My... So Shirts of my support, friends. Support the friends. Support the friends. Oh, that's the thing. And Sorg, I forgot. I learned one more thing. Yes. Um, it's not from wrestling, but. It's wrestling adjacent, um, and it's weird. Okay. Um, I learned uh, for those people who are missing the iconics and need kind of an iconic fix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination, but I've been watching The Circle season two on Netflix, and there is a British chick on there who kind of looks like Peyton Royce but acts like the iconics. And even says almost in every episode, you've got to be joking me. So it, it kind of it's it's like coming off of coming off of a high. OK, so, so if you if you are missing the Iconics and don't want to watch old matches because it brings up bad memories, watch season two of the circle. OK, it's fun. Yeah. OK, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So if you we, need your we, if you need your iconics methadone, he's got it right mm-hmm. there. Absolutely. Hope I got the right. I almost said serotonin. I knew that was the wrong one. Guys, thank you so much for joining. Or dopamine. Us. Dopamine is dopamine. I there think. You is. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we will be back next week again. Rise Grand Champion. Uh, Ziggy. I almost said Remy. <laughs> Ziggy Heim will be with us. Uh, and Ziggy Star Wars shout out Day. Ziggy. It's awesome. Yes. 
Uh, no, it'll be fun having her back on again. Uh, keep an eye out for we got some other again we got some other cool stuff in the works. So check out all the feeds for IndieWrestling.us and Wrestling Mayhem Show, of course, Prospect Pro Wrestling um, and uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest. And uh, we will we not we will not be there. It's a month out still. We will not be there um, due to the prior commitments. But uh, Warrior Wrestling is having a crazy show on the June fifth. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's crazy. I think is the main event. I think is uh, Traylon Miguel and Lee Moriarty. Yes. So for the Warrior Championship, and and the last show I did with them was when Trey won the belt in a three way. Won the belt from Brian Pillman Jr. and is a three way that also involved Brian Cage. Oh, that was, so it was awesome. ridiculous. All those shows should be on high spots and um, fight TV, and the pay per view will be on fight TV. So I recommend that if you're not doing anything June fifth, I will be in Florida, I think, for something else that's not wrestling related. Uh, but I'll be looking for wrestling shows in Florida, so that's usually a good one to find them. And um, I think it's all the plugs. Thank you so much, everybody. I'm sure I'm missing something, but we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time then attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time then attack. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.